live and pre-recorded. This is the Red Ticket Blues Podcast. I am Brian Buckley. This is being recorded on May 7th, 2019 to hit the internet. Yeah, that, that same day. Why the hell not? Maybe even the 8th. Who, the, who, who knows? Let's get wild, huh? Find me on Twitter at BrianBuck13 and at Red Ticket Blues. Listen to this program on iTunes, TuneIn Radio, Stitcher, Google Play, YouTube, Podbean, Spotify, every other place you can think of, all the usual suspects. So you're probably asking where I've been. I got a lot of things going on, all right? A lot of, a lot of things going on, uh, you know, doing this, doing that, been busy, professional stuff, you know, and it just, I just can't seem to find the time to do the podcast. I didn't give up on you. I would never, I would never do that. I would never do that. No, you're mine. Don't worry. That's right. Uh, but I just, you know, I never got around to it. I'm sorry. You know, just a busy weekends doing things. I mean, Jesus. It just, there's, there's so much going on. Uh, so, but thank God I'm back. And, you know, luckily we live in a great world, a great nation that would allow me to come back. I mean, it would allow me to come, you know, thank you. Let's, let's just listen. Yes, there we go. God bless. Oh. Oh, we can't play that. Oh. Oh. Kate Smith, that's right. You're a racist forever. We are. We deemed that. The mob deemed that and we moved on because that is, that is a non-story. That is like Chernobyl. No one cares anymore. That is in the past. It is done with. Kate Smith, uh, you are sullied. Your grave has been burned. And I, I would imagine your family's uh, you know, identities have been stolen and have been given it to terrorists, right? I'm sure there's some Syrian children with your IDs taking out credit cards. Yeah, something like that. We'll talk about that. I also really, I listened to one of the last podcasts and I realized I say anyways way too much. It became cringeworthy and just, I, my skin was peeling. So when I would get to another topic, I'd be like, anyways. So anyways, uh, anyways, and I was just like, oh God, stop it. Stop, stop, stop. It's like what Eli Manning says, hey, you know, and uh, you know, when he's talking to Mike on that weekly spot, which I mean, we're all going to miss so much. Oh God. How will we live without Eli Manning? You know, taking the blame for everything when it wasn't. I, I, listen, the defense. Uh, listen, you know when they're gonna give up that many interceptions. I mean, that, that many touchdowns. You know, that's my fault. You know, but Eli, you play an offense. <sighs> we'll get to Kate Smith. Um, what else? We get to my weekend. My la- my last few weekends, right? Oh, it's it's been wild. It's been out of control, and they need to be talked about. Talk about this Yankee team. Uh, what else? The Royal Baby. I mean, come on. I've had enough of this Royal couple. I said it on Twitter, a little too preachy for me. Uh, go back to being the world's biggest welfare recipients and don't tell me how to live my life. <laughs> Thanks a lot. I appreciate it. Uh, so where do we start? Well, let's start with the past few weekends. So I went to the uh, Yankees game when they were out here in San Francisco the other day. Uh, not last weekend, the weekend before. Good time had by all. That was that one where uh, Sanchez hit that bomb. I think it ended up being like 8-1, 8-3, something like that. Domingo Herman pitched. Good time, though. Uh... You, you can't bring aerosol, um, suntan lotion. I took the ferry. We took the, okay. So let's, let's start the journey, right? We took the ferry from Larkspur, uh, which goes right near San Quentin. And I was really excited. I'm like the San Quentin prison, you know, every lock up raw when I can't get to bed or, you know, when you get home drunk from the bar at 2am, it's like San Quentin, all roads end here. And it's just showing all the tattooed like monsters and whatnot. And then like, there it is. And it looks like a huge piece of shit. They have not upgraded the outside of that at all. They're all out there playing handball or in the yard. I don't know, thinking who they're going to shank next, uh, you know, who's bitches, who's and all that. And they all waved to us and everyone on the ferry was so excited. They're like, look, they're waving. 
just like, do you realize how goddamn boring their life is? This is probably the highlight of their day. They get to wave to people that they like to shank or s- some sort of assault on the outside. They're like, yeah, we'll, we'll be out soon, maybe, to kill you. Uh, but that, that, that was still interesting, though, seeing that. It was cold as hell on that, on that ferry. Uh, let's see. What else? But we got to San Francisco. It brings you. It's beautiful, though. It takes you from there. goes right through the bay. Yeah, you, you go, uh, you know, go along Alcatraz. You see it, though. It's right. Yeah, yeah, you're right there. I mean, you're not going to, you know, I can't jump on it, but it's freezing. The water, I would imagine, is freezing as well. I didn't jump in. <laughs> um, but you go into the Bay Bridge and it drops you off right at, it's now Oracle Park. It's not AT&T Park. It's Oracle Park. And uh, so I had to, you know, I didn't have to stay in San Francisco that much. That cesspool of this United States. I, th- we have, d- there was everything is, like we talked about this, everything is so goddamn divisive in this world. Like San Francisco has a major homeless problem. It does. And there are certain areas of that city that are like disgusting for sure. And, you know, it, it bleeds into uh, where, you know, the, the normies are at times. However, it's still a beautiful city. But I mean, you go on new uh, on the news. It's just like San Francisco is the most disgusting place in the United States. That's breaking news coming in from routers. Uh, so San Francisco is basically should be condemned. It's it, there. There are bad areas. Yes, it, it's it's like when you and, and I hate to be all lib here, but uh, you know, you go on Fox News and they say stuff. Like, Paris is gone. It's gone. I mean, the Paris you know, it's over. It is gone. Forget about it. It's done. It's over. It's gone. Uh, but, but I didn't really get to go around San Francisco that much again, cause it drops you enough of the joint Xfinity Wi-Fi. This is, this has got to stop. You know, I had my father's Xfinity Wi-Fi password and now that they've cut down on it. So it doesn't automatically connect me to it. So now it's like continuously asking me to connect. It's like, Hey, no, that's all I had. I didn't really have anything else. Hey, no. But yeah, so you get to the, st- I get to the stadium and you cannot bring in aerosol. Uh, I don't even know if it's aerosol, but the spray on suntan lotion. And at the time, I was infuriated uh, because I didn't, I didn't, I didn't lather anything on, and I was going to be sitting in the sun. So obviously, I got a nice sunburn, and it's still noticeable. Uh, red, uh, you know, because listen, I have two shades: it's white and red, and uh, I'm still kind of red right now. It, it's it's going away, but I need about you know ten, fifteen burns to uh, get to tan. And uh, so, as you can tell, if I want to get to tan, I'm working on that skin cancer, melanoma. Oh, melanoma head coming. Uh, but anyways. <laughs> But at first I was infuriated, but now I think about it, you know, if we were just normal as a society, it wouldn't be that big of a deal, but you'd have so many assholes spraying it in the air and be like, oh, honey, come here, just spraying it all over people's faces and their drinks all over the place. So I get it. I just wish I was a little more proactive about that, but the game was fun. The game was good. The the good guys won, huh? (laughs) Yeah. It's your little God bless America, huh? No. Oh no, that's right. We can't do that. Uh, and then last week, wife and I just need to get out of this area in, in central, the, the central, well, not the central Valley, but the Sacramento Valley here. You just need to, it's kind of desolate at times. It just, it gets to you, you know, and you gotta, you gotta go one way. You gotta go East or West. And it's still a little cold going West towards Tahoe. Um, but we went East, we went to Pacifica and I'd say I'm drinking a Pacifico, but I uh, already drank that. Uh, but Pacifico, which is a really nice, uh, little beach town, probably like, if you look at the peninsula of San Francisco, it's on the Western Southwest side of it. And you know, whatever, we just, we did a little hike. Cause that's what we do. We hike. Uh, and we went to some sandwich place and we're sitting there just having whatever 
overpriced sandwich it is because it's California and you have to pay more for everything. And we see this like guy, he's like dressed, he's seriously dressed like Mad Max. He's got like shoulder pads and all. He looks like he's ready to get behind the plate uh, and call a game. And he's in between these two cars, like away from us. And it looks like he's pushing something, but you can't see anything. And then I see him pick up something and like fire it at like, it, it's these cars are on a road towards the water. So I'm just thinking, ah, this guy's lost his mind. And then you see a person get up. And it's this transient woman, and he, like, throws her back on the ground. And I look at my wife, and I'm just like, uh, we should probably do something, right? For, for a small second, I felt like it was, like, that last episode of Seinfeld. It's like, well, <laughs> I'm watching a crime being committed. <laughs> well, good luck with that. Um, good luck with all that. Uh, and I'm like, we should do something, right? Should I go over there and yell? And she's like, probably. And then we look over, and there's already, you know, the cavalry had already gone in. There are three or four people. So I'm just like, all right, they, 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 got, they, they got that covered. I, 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 you know, it's one thing if I saw, like, a respectable guy just, like, getting into a fight with a woman. Not that it's any better, but, you know, transients are, you know, that's wild card. It's a wild card. Wild card, bitches. Now, I don't want them to pull a knife on me in the middle of the street here in Pacifica and be like, was this all worth it? This is probably our argument over, you know, how much methamphetamine they had left for the rest of the day. And I hate to be, you know, so negative about this, but I mean, come on. Um, and this guy started going at them. So I'm just like, okay, all right. So they call the cops. This Mad Max guy, he's in the face of all these people, but then we got one guy on the phone. The woman runs away. He starts running the other way, then comes back towards where we're sitting in the restaurant and then jumps into some van. And I mean, it's the sketchiest van you've ever seen in your life. It's the van that, uh, you know, in forensic files, they got the picture and they're like, have you seen this van or, you know, whatever. Robert Stack would be definitely asking for you in Unsolved Mysteries saying, have you seen this van? Uh, but it, it was, yeah, you, you get the point. Cops come, they get him out of the car, they tell him to sit down, he refuses, the one guy's screaming at him, he's like, if you don't sit down, I'm going to arrest you, and he gets his name, he's like, arrest me, and they arrest him, and then some lady wearing no shoes came over with an obviously disabled dog as she was pulling on his neck, he was like, what's going on here, what's going on, she's like, get the hell out of here, and then she came into the store, went into the bathroom with the, it was very odd, it was, it was quite the town, so Pacifica, land of, uh, you know, you talk about San Francisco being crazy. Pacifica that day was. so. And I said, do you want to go to that brewery down the street? And she's just like, and, down, and my wife is just like, uh, no, let's just go. Let's, let's, let's leave. Let's go home. Let's go to someplace safer. So we went to Oakland, which Oakland, I know the reputation is Oakland too short, you know, uh, just uh, E40 ghetto stuff. You know, Oakland is definitely becoming the hipster haven for sure. Uh, went to a few, went to a brewery there. So, and you know, called it a day, but not, not that interesting. Uh, I don't know what I'm doing this weekend, but the weekend after, going to Santa Barbara, which looks like the nicest place on the planet. Uh, so I'm kind of looking forward to that. But here we are, folks. Uh, I, I'm sure you missed me again. You know, I just, again, I just didn't have the motivation to do the podcast. It was just, I, I don't know what was wrong with me. I kept saying I was going to do it. I was going to do it. I saw VMADs. He's like, do a podcast. Your 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 break schedule is that of mics in the summer. And I'm just like, yeah, you're right. I, I need to get behind the mic here and give you a little of my two cents. So back to the Yankees for a second. You know, I don't know what else you can say about this team right now. This is a team that is a triple A team with a few major leaguers. And they are how many games out of first place at this point? Two. I mean, they're going to play the Rays later on this week. Um, they're two games out of first place as we speak right now. The rain delays over. Is it over? Is it just it says mid seven? 
I uh, saw so John and Susan were going on and on about the weather and the app. When it's the, when there is like the hint of rain, those two are like weather freaks. They can't stop talking about the rain. They can't stop talking about the uh, Susan's got her apps. It's going to happen this quick. Well, how long? I mean, look at the clouds. It's like I understand that they're on the radio and they're describing things for people that are not seeing the game. But we, we understand the weather patterns and, uh, you know, the forecast and whatnot to just, just call a goddamn game. But I guess it's out of the delay, right? It says bottom seven. No, the Red Sox are winning. And you know the Red Sox were going to come back to, you know, come back to earth in, in a different way. You know they were going to start playing well. But, I mean, you, back to the Yankees for a second. I mean, you look at this team. I don't think Gio Rochelle is going to, uh, you know, win. He's not a rookie. or Is he a comeback? I guess he, he's not going to win comeback. By the way. He's batting like 360-something. That's, that's not going to continue. And Duar's going to get it back together. And I know he's been struggling since he, he came back. But, I mean, you know, you got to give him time. You know, those labor tariffs, I mean, those are serious business. Uh, Luke Voigt, I mean, he's established his, his, his self there. So Greg Bird, they're asking about, uh, <laughs> Greg Bird was when he walked on a treadmill or did something. I don't know. He, he did something like human that most people do and he, they give him an award, some sort of pin. They give him those little like wings that they give the kids on the, on the airlines in the 1980s. Um, and they're just like, oh, so when do you think he'll be back? He's like, timetables are useless. I'm just like, you know what? Uh, that sounds defeated, but it sounds, uh, accurate. Uh, cause you are a loser, Greg, and you will never play another game for the New York Yankees. I, I'm convinced of that. Uh, and you got uh, Frazier's, I saw he, I mean, he's been out, but in the two, Two not great plays today, even though Gardner was possibly one of them. Sanchez, listen, he's the little girl with the curl, man. He's either striking out with two errors or he's hitting three home runs and gunning guys out at second place. Second place, second base. He is, uh, he's a tough nut to crack, man. And don't you dare call him lazy because, listen, this is the, this is the world we're in now. If you call Gary Sanchez lazy because he happens to be Hispanic, that means you hate Hispanics. Not because the fact that Gary Sanchez is incredibly lazy, but that means that all Hispanics are lazy, right? Because I remember everyone always saying that about Carlos Beltran. Or everyone, oh, everyone is always saying how lazy Carlos Correa is. Oh, God. Stop it. He's so lazy. And Adrian Beltre. No, you know why? Because none of them are lazy. Gary Sanchez is. I'm sorry. I'm not asking him to, to, to sprint like he's Usain Bolt to first base. But I mean, come on, again. We don't need to go down this goddamn road again. Who knows when Judge will be back? Who knows Aaron Hicks? Aaron Hicks hurt his back on a bus, on a bus ride. You know, at least Dewan or Sanchez got into a, uh, you know, cab accident and was never, uh, you know, seen from again. Much like Jacoby Ellsbury, who, Jacoby Ellsbury, Ellsbury is kind of like a, he's kind of like D.B. Cooper in a sense. It's like people saw him, they, they, they witnessed what he did and then he just disappeared. No one ever saw him again. It's just like, yeah, we think his name was Jacoby Ellsbury. We saw him. He did things. He was apparent to us, and then he just jumped out of a plane. We never saw him again. I just, but maybe that's a good thing, you know. I need proof of life, though. I, I need to know if he's alive. They don't even list him on the on the on the injury updates anymore. <laughs> the guy has not played baseball. <laughs> Holy shit! Uh, but yeah, Aaron Hicks. Aaron Hicks hurt his back at the beginning of March on a bus ride. I mean, I, I get, he's playing baseball. He's, he's doing baseball activities now. He, he's playing, no, he's not even playing, he's actually in single A games. And, uh, who are the other walking wounded? Severino, don't even expect it. We don't even know what, what even happened to him. He didn't get any surgery or anything, did he? He just, something hurt and he won't be back until the all, oh, after the all-star break. These, these injuries and, 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 and I, I guess I could play both sides of the coin here. The fans don't need to know about like these timetables and everything. Cause like who gives a shit? 
But at the same time, we are fans of the team. Like, we'd like to know things. But, like, whatever – regardless of, of the, 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 the timetable you give to a fan, they're going to have something to, to say. They're going to have something that – some some craw in their gnaw, whatever. I don't know the phrase. Something. And be angry about it. Aaron Judge, we're probably not going to see him probably until – I wouldn't be – probably after the All-Star break. Didi Gregorius might be before the All-Star break. And, and Giancarlo Stanton. You know what it is? Like, this new team – that they have on the field right now. And I know Mike Talkman, Giro Shella, and, uh, you know, Tyler Wade and all that. They're not going to bring him to the promised land. I get that. They're not going to. But, you know, the one thing is this team is actually playing small ball, getting runs in, useful outs. Giancarlo Stanton defines everything this team isn't. You know, highlight reel 500-foot home runs or strikeouts not putting the ball in play. And this guy, so first it was his shoulder, right? And then everyone's like, hey, he's getting close. He's getting close. And it's like, oh yeah, he just got a, oh, by the way, he got a cortisone shot in his bicep. It's like, whoa, 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 what? What's going on here? The world's strongest man, you know, our modern day Jack LaLanne here, who can't stop showing off how just beautifully pristine his body is, now gets a cortisone shot in his bicep, something that wasn't even hurting. And then we're like, okay, oh, I've just, you know, but let's, let's wait on that. Let's wait on that. And now today I hear, oh, he's losing muscle in his shoulder. So he has no timetable. Like, what is this? He might take a few swings today, some some soft swings, whatever the fuck that means. For a guy who only swings hard and compact, what are soft swings? Is he, is he bunting? I don't know. It, it, there's something about Giancarlo Stanton. I wish they never got him and they ended up getting like Bryce Harper or Manny Machado. And listen, neither of those guys are lighting the world on fire right now, which I'm sure the, the those fanboys uh, of those two players are, are kind of quiet right now because... You know, Gino, Gio Urshela, while we know this ride will end, just like every ride in an amusement park, it doesn't go on forever. It's going to end. Uh, you don't hear them saying anything because Machado's not having a great year. I know. I think Harper did something today. Um, uh, let's see. I feel like, yeah, okay, Grand Slam. There you go. He had a grand, I, I saw the timeline lighting up about stuff, but he's batting 236, 854 OPS. Okay, that that's, you know. For him, that should be a lot better. And I, I don't know. What's his name's uh, OPS? I, I don't see it here right now because they haven't played yet. And I, I'm, like, I'm not going to go through all this. But I know uh, Machado's is not good at all. So, hey, you take this. I, I do worry about this team because they do need to get some of the reinforcements back. The, the, the Yankees are 20 and 14, and they're threatening right now in the bottom of the seventh. Bottom of the seventh, Susan. John Sterling, Susan Waldman, here at Yankee Stadium. Mariners have a 2-1 lead, bottom seven here at Yankee Stadium. Uh, that's the power report. Um, they are threatening, so let's just say they're 21-14. and 14. Let's, I, I have a feeling they're going to come through. It's not going to last forever. This is a house of cards, man. This team, how long can they do it? It's amazing what they're doing right now. It's amazing what they're doing. You see the Red Sox, like I said, they're 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 seventeen and nineteen. They're up six five in the, in the top of the ninth here against the Orioles. And I think I'm like one of the only people that actually really cares about this. But Alex Cora not going to the White House, uh, and it does it is kind of a not the greatest picture. Uh, you have all the no's, the minorities on the team, and all the s's, the white guys on the team, going to see our glorious president in uh, the La Casa de Blanco. Um, Except for J.D. Martinez. Guy loves fucking guns. Uh, and he's a uh, conservative Cuban, which isn't the most shocking thing in the world. Uh, even though he's not from Cuba, but he's, we, 
associated that, right? He's, he's from Miami, I think. Uh, but yeah, you know, I was kind of disappointed in Cora. And I, I just see all these people, and I'll never get it. And again, I'll say this to him, blue in the face. I'm boring. I don't say all this. Did someone hit into a double play? Jesus Christ. First and third with one out. Yeah, someone must have. Who did this? Who did this? I want to scold them. Uh, I, I want to scold them. What, what's going on here? Cameron Maven grounds into a double play. Cameron Maven. They made that catch. Whatever. That's a killer, man. Uh, but yeah, Alex Cora, I, I see all these people saying, oh, you're really making a statement by not going. Are you? You're kind of following the trend. You're just doing everything everyone else is doing. And I, and I, I guarantee you, even with how much of lefties, the Red Sox, John Henry, Boston Globe, all that are, I think he got pressure from the top dogs and said, do not go there. Because Alex Cora is going to say something and Trump will not be, you know, uh, what's the word? Upheld. That's not the, I'm losing my train of thought here. Will not be outdone in his own house by someone else like that. And will make it a big thing and embarrass it. Which I don't understand if you're the Red Sox, wouldn't you want that? It shows how much of a leader you have and your manager to make the president look like a fool. Which, I mean, it, that doesn't take a lot of talent. He makes he looks like a fool on a daily basis. And we learned today with the New York Times saying that uh, he is uh, not the uh, businessman we once all thought he was. In fact, he didn't pay, he didn't pay taxes for the last, for what, 15 years or so? And uh, let's see. What was the other thing? Uh, and he's one. Okay, yeah. Trump paid no income tax between 1989 and 1995 and reported over $1 billion in business losses, the highest of nearly any U.S. taxpayer at the time. Now, uh, for Donald Trump, that never really mattered to me. I know some people got real hard-ons for that. It's like, he's a real smart businessman. That's why I want him running this country. He's a he's a businessman. He knows what he's doing. I didn't really give a shit. Uh, that, that really didn't – I don't know. I didn't, that didn't – I didn't vote for him, but that really didn't do any – that didn't move the needle for me anyways. I kind of felt like he did lose some money because he said many times that he used all the bankruptcy laws to his advantage. So I'm not exactly sure. I'm not sure what the the Democrats are trying to do here, by the way, trying to get the tax returns. Are they just trying to see like go through the tax returns and then try to link something with Russia, yada, yada, yada? I just – the Mueller, Mueller, Mueller report. I mean – I see all these people saying, should he be impeached? Oh, he absolutely should. How should he be impeached when you have Robert Mueller saying he could not make a distinction if obstruction happened? Now, I understand the Attorney General Barr said, well, there was no obstruction. And Trump has said many times, and it's been, I think I'm going to get a tattooed on my back, no obstruction, no collusion. Just so in case I forgot, I'll just go to a mirror and I'll say, ah, that's right. No obstruction, no collusion. Got it. I, I just, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I, if you're going to go down this road to 2020 and then you get a big fat egg at the end of it, you basically solidified the Donald Trump presidency in 2020. That's, that's the way I look at it. You know, put this little investigation shit on the back burner and worry about putting out candidates. Jesus. But I, Cora, too bad. I think he wasted an opportunity. I think, like I said, all these guys have such a unique opportunity to go to the White House, to say something to a president you don't like. Again, I don't expect him to be like, oh, we'll grab a chair. Let's, uh, we'll get some cigars, put our feet up, and we'll, we'll talk about, you know, policy and, uh, you know, FEMA funds. I don't think that's going to happen, but not going. You're following the crowd. You're, you're being corny. And do you think Donald Trump, while he may get annoyed about this stuff, he, he's the kind of guy who gets annoyed about this stuff and moves right on to the next thing. 
I don't think he really cares that much, honestly. Speaking of politics, though, I just brought up Donald Trump in the 2020 election. Uh, these Democrats are morons. That That's all I can really say. Um, I don't even think Trump has to uh, – I don't even think he really has to you know, campaign. I mean you have Bernie Sanders and Kamala Harris saying prisoners should vote. And that's uh, pretty arrogant to think that all prisoners are Democrats and they'll all vote for him, uh, them. Uh, I think – what did she say, Kamala Harris? I think it's time to have the discussion of the Boston Marathon bomber should vote. Just like, oh my god, you know. Let's go to San Quentin and I'll say, hey, guys, guess what? You can vote now and they can all wave to us. Now, Kamala Harris, I don't know what it was. I, I don't know if it was just the, the way she looked, her confidence or whatever. I, I thought, you know, she's going to be a good candidate. The more you learn about her, she is a moron. She is check every box that you want me to check. No original thought whatsoever. She is the 2020 version of Hillary Clinton. No real, you know, courage or conviction about anything. You know, she is told by her handlers what to say. And if you take a look at her record as a prosecutor and, uh, you know, involved with uh, criminal reform and all these things that she is against, all the, you know, all these low-level drug offenders, blah, blah, blah. she was terrible. She makes Trump look like this big criminal reform lefty. Just look up, you know, just look up uh, her record as a prosecutor, as an attorney general. Holy shit. <sighs> Well, being said, I don't like Donald Trump. I, 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 I'd rather not see him be president in 2022, but I mean, well, it's in 2020, not 2022. But what are you going to do? I mean, I, again, not a fan, but I, I don't see anyone beating him. Biden still thinks it's like the 70s. I mean, grab a broad and be like, hey, come here. Hey, hey here's, here's my, here's my African-American brother. Come here, Afro. Yeah. Hey, I know what it's like in the hood, right? You know, I mean, he's, 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 he's gut wrenching. Bernie's in another world. I guess the only one is maybe that mayor from Notre, Notre Dame from South Bend. He seems like he has some head on his shoulder. Shoulders. He has he's more than one. I could see Trump saying something about him, which is something anti-gay, and just be like, how are we going to listen to this guy? He's a queer. <gasps> you know what, Mr. President, I am. And I don't care. Woo! And I'm damn proud of it. Even though Trump, I don't think it has anything against gays. I really don't. There was that weird thing that uh, the whole trans thing, people in the military but outside of that i don't know i don't think he's ever said anything bad is he anyways what am i talking about uh jesus lost my train of thought all right kate smith yeah we'll talk about talk about racist huh uh so kate smith oh before i get into kate smith you know take some time out of your day go to itunes leave a review uh, just, or just five stars. It's greatly appreciated. It helps. It helps promote the podcast. Get the word out to the, to get the word to the brick, you know, get it on the streets, get people talking, all that shit. Um, and, and you know, remember to listen on any of the other forums, Spotify, TuneIn, Stitcher, YouTube, all that. Follow me on Twitter at Brian Buck 13 at red ticket plus and follow, uh, you know, a friend of the podcast, WFAN trades, uh, started a new uh, Twitter account. If you're if you're familiar with Twitter and you go to any of the lovely ladies of the sports personalities of the Internet, uh, there are what we call white knights and they will defend these women against other Internet trolls in the hopes of, uh, you know, Katie Nolan, for example, will, will then send a direct message and be like, hey, what's up? Thanks for defending me. Want to get married? Um, you know, th things like that. And now I, I, I'm not exactly sure um, if that's the case. 
if, if they really do think that, but they certainly present that uh, that aura for sure. Uh, but anyways, ugh. so moving on. So what I played before the uh, the the wonderfully uh, flawed genius racist Kate Smith, who does the well she doesn't I mean she's been dead for decades, but did the uh, God Bless America Philadelphia Flyers games and of course at New York Yankees uh, home games at Yankee Stadium, uh, it was found out that she sang some songs ninety years ago and they were not pretty. Uh, now granted, wh- where do where do we start with this? Um, and I apologize uh, that this was a topic on one of Kirk Menahan's podcasts, uh, Enough About Me, which, you know, I said Kirk Menahan was going to take the world by storm. And uh, he's kind of been getting jerked around by Radio.com. He's just kind of, they, they want to give him the show, but he hasn't been doing anything. I mean, he, so anyways, listen to the podcast, Enough About Me, at Kirkman. And there's a podcast that actually follows these uh, guys. I think I mentioned it before, the, the Minifan show. Uh, but Kate Smith, where, where, where do we start here? So we're going to go down this road of erasing history. Perhaps sounds like it. Um, you know, they remove the song, and part of me, I look at the New York Yankees and the Philadelphia Flyers in a sense that first of all, why do the Flyers have a statue of Kate Smith? I mean, do we really need that? Uh, that I found that very odd. You know, hockey team. It's just like, yeah, let's get this singer from the '30s. All right, yeah, awesome. It just didn't strike me. If it was like a music hall or something, I'd understand. But I guess they do more things than play hockey. There, they do play basketball too, Brian. <laughs> yeah, I have watched. I watched three minutes of basketball last night. That was the first NBA playoffs I've watched all year. The the Rockets and the the, the Warriors. I got a coworker who has floor seats. The goddamn Warriors game tomorrow night. Ugh, lucky. Uh, so where am I going with this Kate Smith thing, Brian? Come on, let's let's get it back on the rails here. So yeah, Kate Smith. So are we going to go down this road? We, we're banning history now. We're getting rid of everything. Now, you, 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 do, you do some research and you see that Kate Smith, this song, perhaps wasn't satire. Now, the song in question, there, there, there's, there's no place for it in today's society for sure in 2019. Uh, that's why the darkies are, or that's why darkies are here. That's why darkies are born. And yeah, I mean, uh, as you can imagine, some of the lyrics are predictably uh, very similar to the name of that. Now, that's a rough sell. I'm not going to lie. That is a rough sell. Uh, but what what what... When do we start erasing history? I mean, no, Kirk Menahan brought up a great point on the podcast. He had a guest on and said, George Washington did a lot of bad things. We have his hand in our face like every day. We go to neighborhoods with Washington. We go to schools with Washington. We go on streets with Washington. It's just like, when do we start banning things? Like, it's it's weird in a sense that now Kate Smith, Kate Smith, who is known, let's be honest, I didn't know who the hell Kate Smith was before she started doing that thing at Yankee Stadium. But, I mean, she's branded as a racist now, and that's over, and we've moved on, way moved on. I mean, this topic is from two weeks ago. We don't care anymore. And now when you bring up the name Kate Smith, she's a racist. Now, is the is the the, the solution to leave the song there? I can understand why the Yankees and Flyers did what they did. I mean, I, I was never – it's not like my family and I, we got together and, like, sat around and, and listened to God Bless America. And I objected and I said, no, 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 not this version. I want the Kate Smith version. I mean, it, it wasn't like that. I just – it's just a dangerous world. I, I get – also, you know, the Yankees and the Flyers could have done a little due diligence and maybe done some history on Kate Smith and saw that maybe these things existed. Also, it's known that she was like this, you know – just hardcore anti-racist and did all this stuff, but that'll never be known. That's gone. She is a racist because she did this song. It's, we can play this game 
every day of the week. And I'm not going to say that, you know, a song called that's why darkies are born was, should be normal in 1930, but there are things that we say every day in 2019, give it, I mean, we're moving at such a high pace. I mean, give it like 10 years, but in re give it 30 years. Some of the things that we say are going to be incredibly, incredibly offensive, incredibly offensive. Look at the word, the, the R word, you know, retard. There were places named the department of retardation. <laughs> I mean, that wasn't that long ago where you said stuff like that. I mean, and there's a bunch of other things as well. I mean, the use, using the word gay. I mean, everyone used to say that. And it had nothing to do with sexual orientation. You know, I know we all love Stephen Colbert and how great he made comments in that show, Strangers of Candy, which I love is a great show. He made those comments in the show and no one batted an eye. I remember someone uh, wrote something that was too flowery and he's just like, hey, can you get something a little less faggy? It's just like, whoa, hello. The world changes. And I think, and Minahan brought this great point up. And again, I'm stealing all his material here, but when you just ban something, you eliminate a conversation. You eliminate a conversation to say this person was flawed in this way. Kate Smith did this and this and this. Yeah, she sang those songs back then. And you know what? Not cool by today's standards. They were good by then. You know, they were accepted perhaps. Uh, but, you know, that's probably something if she understood what social norms were in 2019, she probably wouldn't. I mean, why haven't we – how has Mark Twain in Adventures of Huckleberry Finn, how has that like survived the gauntlet of the mob that moves on every 36 hours? How has that happened? I'm shocked. I'm absolutely shocked. Anyways, and you see all the people that are upset around it, just white women too. They're the, they're the ones that are offended the most. Most black people are just like, yeah, whatever. That's what we're called. And it sucks. Sometimes it's still called it now. White women, oh God, they're fainting in the streets. Anyways, that's my political, cultural garbage for today. And I guess we'll end it here uh, with the uh, royal family. They just had their baby. It's going to be a name that unites the United States and unites UK. I mean, oh God, this is going to be great. I can't wait. This, these two, see, this is the thing now, you know, in the past, you could just be a royal and just be important and everyone understood it. Now there's so many people out there that are, you know, famous for nothing. You have to try to stick out. So they are, and you have Meghan Markle, who is obviously an actress, which I say, obviously, I never even heard of her before she became a queen or whatever the hell. Stupid regalness before she became a queen. Ooh, and she took her jester and turned the boy into the frog into a prince. It's, oh God. And then he kissed her and he woke up and they, they went on a magic carpet and saved a lion. It was a fairy tale where everyone was happy and he put on a magic slipper. All right, Brian, we get the point. Uh, because she became a princess. Uh, but they're, they're, they're already really sticking it in our faces. Oh, uh, yeah, we're going to raise our child vegan. Um, they're going to be non-gender, unigen non-gender specific. It's just that can you check every box to be for in the woke standings? You will get your woke trophy with wokeified woke sauce. I mean, that... that you're trying so hard and everyone will just be like, you know what? They get it. They're so progressive. That's profound. Awesome. Love it. Th thumbs up emoji. Fist emoji. Love it. 
we're going to start kids vegan. Which will, and you know what? It'll probably all be a lie, too. It'd be like, our child is vegan. We'll see you later. And you bring them in. It's just like, here's your chicken nuggets and, you know, whatever, whatever slop that kid. Kids eat shit. That, that's, that's, not literally, but kids eat shit. That's what they're supposed to do. I'm all for trying to eat healthy. I, I try to. And you know what? I don't need a ton of meat. But I mean, you know what? When you're a kid, you're supposed to eat like garbage. You're supposed to eat chicken nuggets and pepperoni pizza and stuff like that. Give me a break with that. And like a kid, like a small child, non-gender. Oh God. I, 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 I don't know what to say anymore. You know, I, I grew up in a world where this, you know, where it's non-binary, you know, you're, you they were gay and lesbian, they were male and female. And I know I'm like walking a tightrope here, but I'm just being me. I woke up and it, it where, where I grew up, if, if you said that kind of stuff back then, yeah, these are non-binary cisgender people would be like, are you on drugs? And, and I get the world's changing. I do. But like, do you have to, and, and, and you know what? I'm all for it. That's another thing too. I'm not trying to push people. Back. You want to do that? That's fine. That's great. And if you have those feelings, who the hell am I to stop you? Who the hell am I to tell you what to do in your own home or how you identify? I don't care. That's you. Just like you don't care a lot about the things I do. Listen, we don't care about each other. I think it's mutual. That's the way it's, the, 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 what's the mayor and Ghostbusters say? Treating people like dirt is every New Yorker's God-given right. Exactly. But to do this, like, phony pretend bullshit, it's just, oh, God, it annoys me. You know, it's all, everything's going to be so profound. It's going to be like, do you know what the, we, we just heard word, what the child's first word was. Drumpf. Yeah. He hates Trump. <laughs> he just dislikes him. And, and you know what? They'll be the kings and queens of, well, no, actually the prince and, prince and princesses of. So our son said to us the other day, mommy, daddy. Why does the president of the United States such a mean man to the minorities and only nice to white people? And I said, that's just the way he is, whatever regal name you are. And it'll just be like, that conversation never happened and everyone will praise it. And again, they'll faint in the streets that how progressive and how wonderful. They, they, I don't like how goddamn preachy they are. Let's go back to the queen. You know what I mean? She's like, yo, I'm the queen. I don't need to be accepted by any of you fucking people. Granted, there's a Netflix with two seasons about me. But I mean... You know, maybe she did more stuff in the past. Maybe she's just old now. Maybe, maybe I'm dating myself in a sense that I'm too young to remember when she was socially progressive and whatnot. But I kind of like how she is now. She's like, yeah, I'm, I'm the queen. I come out to these stupid events. I wear my hat and you all just sit there and go, oh, look, it's the queen. And then I go back into, you know, Windsor Castle and uh, Buckingham Palace, whatever it might be, and just say, yeah, leave me the hell alone, you people, you, you penniless paupers. Give me that. You're monarchy. You're not supposed to be relatable. Jesus. Anyways, that's a podcast, people. I'm back, all right? You know, I, I hope you enjoyed some of this. I hope I didn't say anyways too many times. Uh, follow me on Twitter, at BrianBuck13 and at RedTicketBlues. Like the show. Come on, remember, leave a review. Leave, 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 just leave the stars, iTunes, TuneIn Radio, Stitcher, Google Play, YouTube. Tell your friends, all right? Tell your friends, hey, I'm listening to a good, hey, I need a good podcast. Let's try Red Ticket Blues. The guy just yells about stuff. He's kind of misinformed. Repeats some stuff. Like he's really into Francesa, A-Rod, Carmelo, and, uh, you know, just other stuff like that. So... Uh, thanks all of you for listening, and I will talk to you later, alright? And with all that being said, I'm gonna-